Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. 921 City, it's Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. And the weather is wild today. Um, this just kind of, not to say that it came out of nowhere, because when we looked ahead uh, late last week, it was like, well, that's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice on the weekend, sunny, and then we saw that Monday we were kind of going to get hit with it. And then uh, I don't know how many friends you follow on uh, any kind of social media out west, but it started in Alberta. The old Alberta clipper came in off the mountains, and then it went, and then at some point yesterday, uh, mid-morning, I saw uh, Nipawin, Saskatchewan, which I want to say is like eight hours northwest of here. Um, it was really, really bad, and then, you know, kind of came down, got like Regina, and then last night, I was coming out. I went to see uh, Kwamajuk last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kwamajuk, the uh, Winnipeg Art Gallery installation that's there, the mm. exhibit that they've got on, Kwamajuk 365. And uh, came out of there, and the wind was just ripping. Howling. And, and yeah. all the dust that's been all over the roads for yeah. the last. And it was like all, all tornadoes. Eyes, and I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like, no, God damn it, no. <laughs> yeah, I live near a field, and it was just a big storm of dust in the day before it started getting dark out. And then my mom in Alberta, she said the power was out in the whole town. Went oh, down. really? The oh, whole wow. town, yeah. They had no power see all that day. big accident in Alberta. Yeah, that 70 car pileup or whatever on the yeah. highway. Yeah, was that the Deerfoot? 50, that- it was on the Trans-Canada. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Trans-Canada south, uh, southeast, I mean, so 200 kilometers east of Alberta, which is uh, around Brooks, I guess it would oh, be. Okay. Um, yeah, Highway 1 east of Brooks was closed. 50 to 70 vehicle collision. That's nuts. Yeah, that's a, that's a massive pileup. I missed one one time in Chicago that was like that. Really? Hundreds and hundreds of cars. And I couldn't figure out like what, like nothing was happening. And then I flipped on local radio. There was a big billboard. This is like down there. They actually advertise their, their radio station. And they're like, hey, um, listen to these guys right now on the morning drive because there's something going on kind of thing. Right, right. And so I did. So I flipped over. Power of radio. The power hey, of radio wow. was just... Saved your life. Yes, very powerful that day. Well, at the very least, it saved me uh, couple a couple, minutes. couple liters of gasoline, too, because I shut my car off because I was like, well, I don't want to run out of gas over yeah. a quarter tank. I was going to wait till I got to Gary, Indiana, but that wasn't happening anytime soon. So um, nonetheless, uh, you know, hopefully uh, everybody out there was safe in that one. And you're safe this morning, wherever you're commuting to. Uh, traveling if you're coming into the city or going out of town. Yeah, hopefully you're not coming into the city because that's going to be a bit of a treacherous drive. Hopefully you can, uh, you know, call in sick today if you're coming in from out of town. Yeah, well, think about it. If you're working in the trades, right, and you're supposed to be working outside, your boss can't have you hauling sheets of plywood in 90 kilometer kilometer an hour winds. up in the air. Yeah. In the sheets of plywood. Well, did you see that one dude uh, in Alberta? Alberta or Saskatchewan yesterday? This kid. What do you do? Um, so he he got a tarp, and he took rope, and he wound the rope through all of the rivets, the eye holes yeah. on the tarp, and then he went to a park, kind of like a field, kind of like where you are in Fermor. You know where there's that yeah. um, that uh, paved trail, like a bike trail? Yeah, yeah. So he gets out on there. Now, granted, it's a little icy and a little slicked up, but he takes his skateboard, oh, and he's God. got the rope, and he starts wind sailing Come on. down the pathway. It was awesome. That's pretty cool. I, I'm going to tweet it out. God, that, I feel like that wind could lift him that's like, what, off that's the what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was like kite, he was kiteboarding. That's so cool. In a snowstorm. <laughs> Tell you, there's something about prairie people. We're a special breed, you know? This <laughs> nasty, smart weather doesn't get us down. No. We'll find a new hobby. <laughs> so as you both know, I suffer from a real phobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called trypophobia. Right. It's uh, a fear of... 
of small clusters with with holes or bumps. Well, I don't really like it either, honestly. Like, I I don't love looking at some of the things. Like, once in a while, I'll send you stuff. There was a guy that had a (laughs) skin graft not that long ago. His skin had been peeled off, and they tried to patch it up with like some some of that that stuff that you'd use on drywall. And, yeah. and I sent it to Turnbull yeah. and immediately, but I forgot that I had sent it. To you <laughs> are an asshole. Like I don't. Like, I, you thought it was hilarious that you're I, sending yeah. me this. Yeah. I really, really do not like looking at these pictures. Yeah, but that's no. skin, so I can see why that one's gross. But Turnbull, you like even seeing a strawberry zoomed in, right? With all the little close. Yeah. Yeah. that grosses Honeycomb. you. See, that yeah. makes me hungry. Coral, <laughs> anything like that. That's yeah. got those little holes, like, like small clusters. Even thinking about it, it makes me want to grind my teeth. Like, I really don't like it. I love yeah. looking at that. Oh, no. <laughs> and it took me a while to kind of figure out that this, because, like, you know, growing up, I would see pictures, and I would just get this really uncomfortable feeling and never know why. And it wasn't until I did a little bit of research yeah, but you into used it. to get the same uncomfortable feeling when you would look at, at pictures of naked ladies when you were <laughs> no, a teenager, No, no, different, too. different. Oh, very different, different feeling. feeling. Never yeah. through that either. Yeah, yeah. Very different <laughs> feeling. So now th- this is why I feel for some of these people who, um, because of the Suez Canal big mishap that happened last week mm-hmm. with the boat that was stuck there for days and days and days and days, it triggered some phobias in some people. And I feel for these people. There's a couple of phobias. First, sub-mechanophobia. This is a fear of submerged human-made objects. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you know what? I will say that um, having done some research and watched a little Jacques Cousteau back in my day mm-hmm. and a little National Geo every now and then, uh, I don't really like ships that are underwater. I don't really like all the, all the stuff that grows on them. I, I don't like what's <laughs> behind those corners. This is why I'll never deep-sea dive. I, I don't like you. Maybe I have that. Uh, there's another one that is called um, na- navophobia. Fear of ships and sea wreckage. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. hey man, the, the Suez Canal—that's no. gonna—that's gonna hurt for sure. That's that, gonna hurt those yeah, people. Yeah, that's gonna. No, what what are the like sort of the byproduct of having one of these phobias? It's I mean, the, is it? I, it's the same sort of feeling that I get. Teeth? Like it makes you just. It makes you just. Uh, like I can't even describe the feeling, man. It's just. It's a really uncomfortable, terrible feeling. So even if like my fish tank, I have one of those sunken ships in that. Would you see that and get anxiety oh, looking I wonder, at that? I wonder. Yeah. Or if you know that it's I'm real. not that bad. Yeah, I must. Be- I must just have a mild case of not liking <laughs> ship wreckage. Yeah. <laughs> watch Titanic. <laughs> the last one is uh, megalophobia, and this is just a fear of large objects, just oh, in megalophobia. general. Megalophobia. Yeah. Megalophobia. Yeah, megalophobia. Megalophobia. Yeah, it's a real thing. This guy, this guy says that uh, he wasn't initially bothered by the coverage of the maritime crisis until until it was compared to the size of the Empire State Building, and then he was just like, Ooh. "That's it." Uh, and then immediately he couldn't he couldn't look at pictures anymore because it? it was Weird. the comparison of the size that really triggered him, got him going. By the way, I posted up on the 921 City Facebook page because, as you know, we've been following this uh, for an entire week now. Yeah. Um, the Suez Canal now has been freed up. Have you seen that the the ship, the uh, the just given her ship, whatever, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's lodged at the Forks now. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, now? <laughs> yeah, it's made its way all the way down the Red River from the Suez Canal to downtown Winnipeg. And how it got enlarged was uh, there's that clip going around of Pierre Dorian, the GM of Ottawa. Oh, yeah. He throws his glass. Yeah. In the waste, press box. Waste an $18 Ryan Ginger <laughs> on it. I'm going to take you on a little rap journey here to the LBC, all right? Long Beach. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dog. Nasty Dog. So, uh, Snoop Dogg. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. Even if you're not into... Uh, the music you gotta like Snoop Dogg. The guy's always hired in a Georgia Pine. He'll hawk anything. He's selling soda streams right now. He's uh, always working with Martha Stewart on cookbooks. Yeah. Remember the, uh, the 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 thing of he did on New Year's Eve there on CNN. 
It was like, uh, have you ever been high in this place? Oh, and they yeah. just went yeah. back Anderson and Cooper. Yes. And they yeah. were making the, it was hilarious watching listening to that. <laughs> Remember when he did the play-by-play for the LA oh, Kings? Oh, yeah, right. That's right. Like He's yeah. just a well-versed dude, and everybody likes him. I saw this video going around the other day of him, and it's crazy to think that the guy's in like his mid-50s now. <laughs> But uh, he dressed up like Buzz Lightyear for <laughs> his grandson's birthday. And he yeah. was, like, dancing around, like, crip walking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got this really cool delivery. Like, he's always got this calmness about him that's so cool. I think that's the weed. Yeah, I, the weed. yeah. <laughs> I feel nothing. <laughs> yeah, by and large, I think it is uh, the marijuana yeah. that is always sure. in his lungs. Um, I saw him a couple years ago. I was in Ottawa, and I went to see him. Wu-Tang opened up for Snoop Dogg, and it was one of those, like, you just got to go see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, there's so many good songs and just songs that he's featured on. He's always a featured guy, right, Mm -hmm. later in his career. But obviously, uh, you know, he's he's, he's just a legend, right? Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. You remember the movie This Is The End? Yes. Yeah. Right, James Franco throwing a party? Yeah. In 2013, and then... uh, it's kind of like a doomsday story. Yeah, they all kind of play versions of themselves, yeah. all the actors. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and there's like uh, Danny McBride's in it uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. Yeah. yeah. Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah, it's a big cast. Um, Seth Rogen is featured in a GQ article. Maybe you've seen the photos of Seth Rogen now. He's trim. He's like super handsome guy. He's like really, really stylish. Yeah. Um, there was all these memes going around the other day. It's like, guys, when I date them, and it's like old Seth Rogen. Like, <laughs> and it's like, guys, <laughs> after, guys after they break up with me and dress like Seth <laughs> Rogen, he's like all slick and everything. So he's in this GQ article, and um, there's this story that, that he's asked about is Seth Rogen. And it says, when making apocalypse comedy, this is the end. Rogen asked Snoop Dogg if he would write a song for it. Snoop agreed, turned up to the studio, wrote the hook before Rogen asked him if he could rap a verse for it, too something Snoop had not planned on. Uh, as Rogan puts it, he put his head down and thought for a moment. Then he looked over to one of his guys, narrowed his gaze and said, bring in the hose. <laughs> <laughs> Upon which a gaggle of six unseen women entered, each very much dressed like strippers who all proceeded to dance around Snoop for 20 minutes while he wrote a verse on his Blackberry. Like, this is, this oh my God. That's what? the songwriting process. Eh? As Rogan points out, <laughs> Uh, this posed several logistical questions. Where had they been up until that point? <laughs> yeah, really? Were they there solely for the purpose of being Snoop's writing music? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And most confounding, given Snoop was, uh, until at that point, unaware of any verse composition, were they hanging out just in case Snoop Dogg to needed? Write <laughs> just yeah. in case I need to write another verse on this. Yeah. Bring in the hose. <laughs> Rogan goes, uh, it's 0% embellishment. They just came in. I don't know where they came from. I don't know where they were. I don't know who they were. They just came in. They danced around, and then they got the hell up. That's awesome. What yeah. a story. Oh, isn't that amazing? So I assume we've all had pets in our lives, um, but have you ever had any strange pets? Like when I was young, I used to, this is bad, but go out to the field and collect some frogs and bring them home. And then I killed a frog one time. frogs in the house and mom was not happy. <laughs> you know what I did? I was so dumb. Uh, I was a kid probably, I don't know, but I remember it because it, it traumatized me as the girls across the street uh, called me a killer. Um, oh, I took no. a frog. Um, well, they, they gave me their frog to look after, I think it was. And then, you know, remember bubble tape? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know the yeah, little yeah. plastic container? So yeah. I just little, little, little frog, and I poked holes in the top of it, and I put the frog in there, and I was going to save it till the girls like, got home from whatever the heck they were doing, and then mm-hmm. by the time they came back, it just sm- I can still <laughs> smell it. Oh. I can still smell the dead frog <laughs> Yeah, in this bubble God. tape It like thing. suffocated? Those holes were big enough? Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess he needed more than just bubble tape remnants <laughs> to live off. <laughs> I put a couple leaves in there. I do remember like ripping up some leaves, but being like seven years old and not knowing what the hell's going oh, on. Gross. Uh, there's a very disturbing pet trend, according to uh, Science Alert, that's uh, getting Science Alert getting more popular in the states. Have you ever had a pet leech? No. Oh, leeches freak me out so bad. Yeah, that's kind of uh, what. How do you even take care of a leech? What do you feed it? Uh, Blood. You <laughs> feed. Yes, honestly, that's what it is. Gross. You feed them yourself. Oh. oh yeah. So these people, like, there's one guy that's interviewed here. He wanted to remain anonymous because uh, he doesn't want to get harassed about how weird it is to have pet leeches. But he has four, and uh, they're giant. They're, they get up to six inches long. Wow. They're $300 a pop at these. There's, like, websites and leech pet stores and, like, stuff yeah. you can get for them. It's Buyaleech.com. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that it's... domain was not taken, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, and they're monster-sized. And the guy says that uh, it hurts a little bit with the bite, but the pain goes away. It takes them a while to heal because leeches have there's some kind of special saliva they have that can kind of keep your wound from healing, which is gross. But you just... Love I've heard of that, though, and they used to do that in the war. That's like... Uh, to get infection out and stuff. Yeah, they'd, they'd suck it all out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But having one as a pet in a fish tank, swimming around, and then just pulling it out and sticking it on your arm whenever it's hungry? Yeah, you that's sure, weird. sure he uses it on his arm? Huh? <laughs> maybe. maybe oh. I mean, listen, Amy is weird enough to have leeches as a pet. He's probably <laughs> weird enough to do that, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, well, it's the only way I was getting sucked <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Winnipeg's favorite rock song. Uh, it's a $10,000 giveaway, but basically every text that uh, you send in is uh, an entry for that 10000 bucks, And it also gives you a say. So that way, at the end of the Winnipeg's Favorite Rock Song contest, you can't be like, well, that's not Winnipeg's Favorite Rock Song. Because if you don't vote, then you can't be like, that's right. one of those. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm just my bad voice. Hello. I'm an angry guy. Is that a walrus voice? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little, That's a little, little walrus. I was doing the walrus. Yeah, I no. was doing the walrus arm movements. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it was? Because I was uh, I was at the art gallery last night. And I saw a lot of narwhals. It was more of a narwhal uh, than a walrus. But okay. yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your trek because you're okay. kind of a cultured swine. Well, so you know, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your trek to the art gallery yesterday because you were yeah. like very excited that like last week you told me you were going. And I thought you were kidding about how excited you were, but you were actually very excited to go check this thing out. How majuk uh, is how you pronounce it, I believe. I, I hope I'm not butchering it too bad, but how yeah. majuk? Um, it's uh, it's an exhibit that's uh, dedicated to Inuit art and culture, and it's on at the Winnipeg Art Gallery now through, I guess it's called Homojuke 365, so I'm assuming that uh, it's there for a whole year. Okay. Yeah, I thought it might be even there longer. It's the biggest one in the world, the biggest collection of Inuit art together in one it's spot. It's incredible. Yeah. Had you seen Inuit art before? Oh, absolutely. Like, where have you... Oh. Where well, do you check this stuff? I mean, out we before? grew up in Manitoba, so there is a lot of it. I mean, even I can remember being uh, as young as uh, going to the art gallery and going and catching some uh, some Jackson Beardy pieces and um, and and even the soapstone. I mean, the soapstone carvings. I mean, it's it's part of I want to say like our culture, but you know, in the northern part of this province, it, it is part of the culture. Like if you go to the Forks, you can get lots of Inuit art. There's lots of soapstone yeah. little little carvings okay. and yeah, things yeah. you can buy. And art gallery has never been something that I've been interested in, in checking out. I've I've never really had the interest. Interest in buying tickets to an exhibit and going to the art gallery, spending the night there. Well, let me tell you, it's lit. 
And that's actually what Halmaju uh, means, direct translation. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, it's lit. Oh, cool. It's bright, bright yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah. And the front of, uh, if you go down Memorial, you see it, uh, the building has all the waves in it, and it's got all the lights mm-hmm. that, they, yeah. that they do in the evening. It looks really, really cool. And when you walk in through the front entrance, um, it, it's, it's incredible. Like all the soapstone carvings, it's there are thousands and thousands of soapstone carvings all within these glass cases, and you kind of walk up the stairwell alongside it. Now, again, I had my kids with me last night, so I got to go back again and, and do a bit of a deep dive. But as I was kind of walking up and checking out the pieces, it, I mean... It's really interesting. So was it just the like the Inuit art exhibit? That's what like, or do you like just going to the art gallery on a typical? I don't go as often as maybe uh, I have in the past. Like I really? love I love going to events there. Okay. Um, anytime there there's an event that I have a chance to go to, I'll definitely go to the rooftop parties or mm-hmm. or I've whatever. Been to weddings there yeah, before. I've been to a, a wedding great, there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and it's kind it's of fun. Venue. It's a, it's a conversation piece. Um, you know, yeah, there's, I don't know, there's some cool stuff in there. It's just stuff that, that's out of my realm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stuff that I normally wouldn't do. When I'm dragging my knuckles on the ground, sometimes it's nice to pick them up and put them in, a, in, a, in my pockets. Do you ever see some stuff in the art gallery? Because, like, anything can really be kind of considered art nowadays, right? Well, like you, you remember put, the banana tape to the wall? That's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, right? And that was an art piece, right? Yeah. And then somebody went in and ate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People were freaking out. <laughs> yeah. It was like $5 million art installation, duct tape, a banana, and a wall. And some guy walks in like, duh. Yeah. Like, you know. Peels the duct tape, eats the banana. Yeah. Drops the peel, walks out. See you later. And there's a, the there's security a, slipped on it as they were chasing him out of the door. Mario Kart stuff. There's an exhibit going on in Vancouver, the Vancouver Art Gallery, and something sort of similar. Yeah, the VAG. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh. They can pronounce it a little differently, but the Vancouver (laughs) Art Art Gallery, Gallery, something very similar sort of happened. Uh, This is coming from a police report. The damaged art was entitled Delta Trim, and it was created in 2018 by Maureen Grubin. The damage to the Delta Trim was just isolated to the portion comprised of bubble wrap, which had been allegedly popped by the suspect. So it is estimated that if repairs can be done to this uh, piece of art, it would cost between $5,500 and $6,500. So somebody just went up to the... So this it had bubble wrap, it had reflective tape, Velcro, zip ties, and moose hides. And it was all kind of put together in this mm-hmm. artistic piece. And somebody went up and just popped all the bubble wrap on the piece. Now, how is that going to be worth $6,000 to how replace? How can you not pop bubble wrap? As soon as I see bubble wrap, I don't even First realize I'm doing do. it. I'm cracking it. Like, it's automatic. Yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, it's a rite of passage as a human. Yeah. If you see bubble wrap, you should be allowed to pop it. Yeah. I mean, I guess unless it's in a... Well, yeah. unless it's you know, in a, on the wall or whatever at, a, at an exhibit, I guess. Even then, so satisfying, that noise. that Especially in a quiet art gallery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes on the radio program, we get a little carried away. There's no doubt about that. That's kind of the name of the game. Yeah. Once in a while, you get a little riled up, you get fired up, you start laughing, you say things, you're like, ooh, maybe I, you know, ooh, too far, too soon. Whatever. Yeah, could. Yeah, maybe. sure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could happen. But, but again, that's that's in the eye of, or the ear, I guess, in this case, right. of the person that, that hears it. Now, we have not had major blowback, no pun intended, on this one yet. But I we don't might. think we're going to. You don't? No, I don't. I so, was nervous yesterday. What? I know. Because we are, we, we, we don't realize sometimes uh, how big we are. And when I say that, I mean... One post on social media can go to hundreds of thousands of people across all walks of life, across the globe. Can reach as far as 
Alabama. Right. So yesterday oh, at no. this time, if you were listening, um, we had a little uh, conversation about uh, this dude who's a legendary weathercaster in the Birmingham area. Yeah, and he was reporting on a tornado that was ripping through his area. And it just so happened that it was ripping through basically the pathway to his house. Yeah. And so he was, you know, in the middle of his live reports, he's t- texting his wife, making sure she's okay, making mm-hmm. sure she's getting downstairs, and all that stuff. Do you, do you think that maybe because this guy has given so many people a heads up on weather over the years that Mother Nature was like, I'm going to tee up your house with this tornado so that you're thrown off your game so that you can't let everybody else know about the tornado. <laughs> I'd like to hope that that's not the case. No, I would Do you think, think so. this is the wrench that Mother Nature's throwing in? Uh, what's his name again? Um, uh, I don't have it offhand. Tornado okay. guy. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but we had kind of said, like, you know, like, that's the definition of a company man. Right? Like, his house is about to get ripped apart. His wife is about to get blown away. Right. And he was staying on television to make sure that the viewers got exactly what they needed out of his reports on the tornado. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that count on him, and the tornado was still going. Right. Ripping. So then things kind of, I mean, they started to unravel a little bit because then we were kind of joking around, making fun of the fact that, like, well, you know, his wife is probably like, you know, he spends too much time at work anyway. So yeah, he's a workaholic. He's a workaholic. Yeah. And, and then uh, you made fun of his suspenders at one point. I was making fun. Well, no, because I figured, you know, the, the tornado would be blowing and uh, the suspenders are simply on to yeah. keep his pants on. <laughs> And then we started, like, we... So we just kind of, we gave him a hard time a little bit. We were greasing him a bit. bit. You know, his hair, he's a balding man. We said the wind probably sucked the hair right right. off of his head. Did we really go... (laughs) And then then at the very end, this happened. It's right outside Birmingham, by the way. Shelby County. Okay. Our buddy, we got a buddy down there. Who? Blitz Turner. E.T. Former Winnipeg Blue Bomber legend. Realtor now. Yeah, realtor. Realtor. Dude. He'll sell Team Spanish next house. So after making fun of the fact that James Spann most likely lost his house in this tornado, right. we joked with the fact that we do have a friend, Bryant Turner, played for the Bombers. He's a realtor down there yeah. now. And, you know, oh, just so happens he could probably sell James Spann his next house. Yeah, yeah. so so the Spann fella um, did not lose his house, thankfully. We, we, we did get some more research on it. There was just some damage done. Yeah. But at the same time, our friend, Bryant Turner, formerly number 92 defensive lineman from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, <laughs> yeah. Um, we did say that that he could potentially sell him a new home that he probably needs now that his has been brutally, hey. yeah. brutally thrashed by so, this storm. So we threw this up on social media yesterday. Yeah. It was our video and uh, TJ Tag Bryant Turner in it. Of course, I got to anytime we get a yeah. chance to uh, talk to Blitz because you know we're we're real estate. You know now that I'm doing real estate too on the side hey. and Blitz is in real estate. We have you know share some ideas some sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're always chatting. So uh, then at about seven seven thirty last night, <laughs> uh, TJ sends me a, a message and it's a it's a it's a clip from Bryant Turner's Instagram yeah. account. That just says, you know, like, ha, uh, ha, 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 my Winnipeg peeps or something like that. And uh, it's our video. So Brian Turner's sharing it across his, his platform. I thought, oh, that's, okay. that's, that's hilarious, right? He got our shadow. That's <laughs> funny. And then I watched it a second time. And I noticed <laughs> in the bottom right corner, he tagged the weatherman. <laughs> He tagged James Fan, the guy that we were absolutely lighting up and making fun of. He tags him in his Instagram account. I was oh, like, no. dude, don't tag him. He's going to yeah. watch us and think, what the hell are these guys all making fun of me for losing my house? Yeah. Yeah, my it, suspenders. It, it, yeah, okay. we're just yeah, ripping the guy. So then it, then it comes out. So then I got a message from some other guy in Birmingham, Alabama. So obviously, Brian Turner has a lot of followers in Birmingham. Okay. And so does this Span guy, the weather guy. He was a of legendary course. weather guy. Yeah. 
So I'm getting messages in my DM from people all over Alabama, like, you ripping on Spanish suspenders, no. you peckerhead. Like, oh, yeah, people are just fired right yeah, up. I'm he like, has to say they hate us in Alabama Oh, now. yeah, we, wow. are, we are not, might be the number one morning show in Winnipeg, <laughs> not number one in Birmingham, Alabama. They do not like us. Do you guys have any food allergies? Allergic to anything at all? Nope. No, one time oh, I, I ate crab and I got a rash, but I don't eat crab very often. It was my first time eating crab, so I feel like maybe it was just from the butter. Like you've never eaten it since, though. Uh, like once, and I'll have like the imitation crab meat and sushi. But yeah. um, no as far as like going, no, I went to a crab fest and and uh, Weird. yeah, I ate it, and I I don't know if it was just because of all the salt from the butter, and I woke up in the morning and I had like a little rash on my arm, but butter rash, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too much oil. I don't know, and yeah, stuff. like I probably shouldn't have Weird. been using it as uh, body wash yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning. Do your kids have any allergies? Mine, no. Yeah, no. Thankfully, no. Uh, no, we do have friends who their kids do, and it is a pain in the ass. Oh, man. It it's, be, yeah. I know, and it's too bad. Like, I feel bad for these kids, right? Because there was a time when, you know, I don't even remember having one kid in my class with a peanut allergy, and then you got now, like, you can't even take peanuts to school. There's like not no even, peanut butter sandwiches? Not, e- not, not even, like, you look at the packages on something. You can't even send a granola bar that has nuts in like, mm. a Nature oh, yeah. Valley or something like right. that. Yeah. Because there's that many kids with allergies. The um, Children's Research Institute of Murdoch says that they've been doing some international feeding guidelines, and they have changed some rules when it comes to um, how to s- decrease peanut allergies among kids. So terminal something, you have a baby on the way, might be interesting. Uh, over the last year, they've been doing this or what they've been recommending, and they've seen a 16% decrease in allergies among children by just introducing them to nuts before when they're under the age of 12 months. Yeah, we always heard that. That's always a, been a thing, right? You, in yeah. the 1990s, you introduce them early, then they'll... Eggs or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the 1990s, they said that uh, they would recommend between the ages of one and three, and you'd start, like, basically touching kids with nuts and then slowly getting them to eat <laughs> I know that sounds there. bad, but you know what I mean? Making skin contact to see if there's a rash at first. <laughs> You know what I meant. Don't make him dirty. (laughs) You said that. You know what I meant. So they're advising five months and under now. Um, And in Australia right now, one out of every 10 kids has an allergy. That's crazy. One in 10. I would believe that. That's so many. So they're saying uh, now six months and under that you should be starting to introduce your kids to nuts instead of what it used to be, which is between one year and three years old. And a 16% decrease in kids with allergies is pretty mm. big, pretty big drop for a one year. Mm. Yeah. I, I, you just hope that – I wonder if some kids grow out of it. You know, that's what I, that's what I, I hope for some kids where it's like they're just kids and they have this. Maybe. and then And then you get to be a certain age. Because you know any adults with peanut allergies? I, I do, don't, actually. I, yeah. I don't really. I, I don't. do, yeah. Not many, but I do, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I had an ex who was severely allergic, and there was a program he signed up for where you would actually go get an injection with, like, peanut fragments, really, really small, small amounts. Yeah. And you had to do it for, like, four years. We broke up before. I don't know if, the, if it worked or not. But you get small <laughs> dosages, and it's supposed to slowly build up your tolerance so that way you wouldn't have to uh, be allergic to peanuts anymore right and it was like three times a year you'd go for this weird peanut shot (laughs) (laughs) injection (laughs) sorry you said peanut shot yeah yeah peanut injection uh maybe it's not time to have the shorts out fully yet but i have been seeing that as you know i am not huge on the milan paris new york city fashion week uh (laughs) as far as those trends go um i'm a little more like the dryden sue lookout uh fort mcmurray Mm, fashion week okay you know a lot of plaid brandon fashion week that's Mm -hmm. a little more up my alley 
So when I saw this going around that um, the latest trend for guys this year to make them feel free this summer um, with uh, more flexibility than traditional men's trousers or even cargo shorts for that matter, the skirt. Wearing skirts. Yeah, for men. Hmm. Every company. All, all these big companies, the, the Dolce & Gabbana's, the, the Bad Bunny and Post Malone's of the world have been wearing these brands. Uh, the singer Youngblood, oh, you yeah. know, you're obviously yeah. really familiar. But brands like, like uh, Burberry coming out with them too. I mean, you, you're familiar with the Burberry. <laughs> no, I can't Burberry, say I yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think it kind of started with uh, Dan Levy. He wore a skirt to the um, Emmy Awards last yeah. year and... It looked damn good. He had the suit top and everything, and it was just the talk of everything. And now all these companies, especially the way that the world is going with everything being gender fluid, so mm-hmm. you are you can choose to be wear the skirt if you want. doesn't matter. And a lot of these big-time companies are putting them out. Okay, this is going to this is gonna be a dumb question. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Skirt versus dress. Now, like, what's the big difference between the two? Well, about three is inches dress- below the knee. Is so, skirt. so a skirt is shorter. Yeah, well, that's a pencil skirt. There's a mini skirt that's short. A dress the, is a full body. But it's full yeah. body. Yeah. So Where a skirt is bottom? like just your bottom half. So yeah. it can be long. Yeah, you oh, can yeah. have a long it skirt. Long. So okay. a, a dress is where the top is connected to the bottom. Gotcha. See, so I, thought, I, thought like a skirt, I thought skirts were shorter, and I was like, well, that's right. probably a lot more uncomfortable. But if they could be long, well, No, you then. can have long skirts. Yeah. yeah. A long flowy. Yeah. Flowy yeah. With, with a nice slip, uh, with a slip underneath, Turnbull. I tell you, that would feel very freeing for you. slip People well, don't wear slips anymore. Slit. They don't? <laughs> What's a slip? A slip oh, is slip what, goes like, under. yeah, it's like a silk, kind of looks like a nighty that, uh, Turbo, you never taken home a 70-year-old and tried to peel off <laughs> eight layers? Cling start to your dating body. around Tuxedo Extended Care, and you'll start learning some things, buddy. <laughs> they start showing a little ankle, next thing you yeah. know, you're going wild. Haven't you ever seen, uh, some bloomers? <laughs> yeah, some bloomers, and you get those things hiked up a little bit, yeah. yeah. You know, nothing. I don't no. know, it's just, like, this seems odd to me that they're saying that the, the skirt for men is, is more, is more comfortable. Well, obviously I mean, it's more comfortable. Yeah, is like, it though? Well, they just, I like, mean, my wife gets me these jeans from Costco. They're called Kirkland Signature and they're stretchy <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And golly shucks, it's got to be more comfortable than a skirt. Well, but, yeah, but your, your legs aren't exposed with jeans. True. So you're not, this, you this, is, this is cooler. This is, think of, think sure, of the flow. Get some the wind flow, in your flow. I guess there is a reason why the Scotsman been doing it yeah. for yeah. 500 years. Exactly. Yeah. 700, yeah. longer. Air exactly. it out in William there. William Wallace, he was saying, free. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually because he was getting a little wind up his kilt. <laughs> Got a bone to pick? Yeah. The Bone Phone. For Midtown Ford, behind the Blue Oval, you'll find superior sales and service that works around your schedule in the Waverly Auto Mall. Visit mid-townford.com. You know what? I got a bone to pick. I don't hear enough uh, Terry Jakes on the radio. I want to hear, uh, put the bone in. She begged him at the store. My doggie's been run over by a car. That's on the other side of the 45 that had. Goodbye, Michelle, my little one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yo, give me that. 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 Never mind. Never mind. Okay. I can get behind that one. Sure. I can get behind that one. It's a banger. Not the first one, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so this guy is unhappy with his uh, delivery order. 
Hey, good morning. I got a bone to pick, and it has to do with DoorDash. My wife and I ordered Wendy's burgers on uh, Friday night. Uh, there's a location that's 12 minutes from our house, but instead of coming to that location, it came from a location in on Keniston. We live in East Kildonan. Took an hour and 10 minutes for the order to get there, and when it got there, it was freaking cold, and it cost $46. That's absolutely screwed up. Somebody needs to do something about this. It's, I'm fed up. I'm pretty sure you can pick the location on your app. I think you do too. Well, yeah. it doesn't it depends, automatically go. It depends like it should. which one you use. I think DoorDash and Skip are different. Um, I think DoorDash it kind of gives you the option of which one, and Skip will always show you on the list the f- one closest to you first and give you the option of all the other Wendy's as well. Maybe oh, if so that guy's talking about he's in Transcona, maybe because it's uh, so new, because that, that new one is not on there. Could be. Maybe. Yeah. And they're all independently owned, right? Yeah. Regardless, though, whichever one you choose on the app, it's going to tell you the address that it's coming from. So I guess. You should be you able to canceled, know the, I guess. the address. Yeah, it's weird that it even came up as an option because, like, right. for me, anything like on Route 90, I can't even order. It doesn't even show up on my phone. Now, there's always the possibility that they screwed them like they did with me that one time and they did two orders at once. No. And so they picked up the order, then they went somewhere else, picked up another order, dropped yeah. that off, and then got to them. That's annoying. Yeah, That's that very annoying. Too. But also, can we just take a moment here and be like, 46 bucks at Wendy's? <laughs> what are you ordering, sir? <laughs> Hey, how's it going? You guys are on the topic right now of names that you don't like or names that are weird. I don't know why, but I absolutely hate that name, Nevea, where they spell heaven backwards. I think it's the <laughs> stupidest thing people have ever done. Huh. Second thing is I love you guys. You guys make my morning better. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good day. Appreciate you. I've never heard of that. Nevea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a it's lotion? I thought that's a lotion brand. Isn't no, it? Nivea. Yeah, it's it's Nivea, but oh. but this is like heaven spelled backwards. Yeah, yeah. I, it's oh. actually quite common. Oh, yeah, really? I heard of it. yeah, they're yeah. Hmm. I'll just uh, reserve comment because because you know somebody with that name. Well, you never know if their parents are listening. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna just trash some kid with a dumb name. Like, <laughs> not the kid's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like the kid didn't name himself. Yeah. So I was like, oh, whatever, man. He'll step off. Hey, just heard you guys talking about uh, why do men have nipples and all that on the radio. <laughs> and uh, actually, the answer is quite simple. Without nipples, boobs would be pointless. For men? Okay. Pointless. All right. Pointless. Oh. It's point- a joke. Oh. Pointless. <laughs> How pointy are yours, sir? <laughs> you know what? My, oh, buddy's, my buddy's brother has the biggest sausage pancake pointer sort of like... You, you remember like 50s boobs, like Marilyn Monroe, like 50s boobs went uh, up? Like, like torpedoes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, weapons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a little bit more like the Madonna early age when they were always making wearing the pointy bras, right? Yeah. When it was trendy. My buddy's brother has those. What? Oh. We used to try. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you call him? What was his nickname? Uh, pointy boobs? <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> well, we used to like go and like try and give him purple nurples, but he, oh, he'd hate it because yeah, those yeah. handful of those things. No oh, yeah, you break your thumb. I mean, those things are, <laughs> they were a handful indeed. I got a bone to pick. Um, light bulbs are not a dollar. Light bulbs are more than a dollar. How can anybody possibly afford light bulbs for more than a dollar? When someone in, in my apartment block is stealing my light bulbs, Every day, I'm buying light bulbs every single day for $4 from a buck or two. That's crazy. Um, light bulbs last a long time, though. Yeah, yeah but, but people are stealing them. Well, yeah, but why is she stockpiling porch. them? 
She's not. She probably just needs them. Well, she needs to like look, to go up the steps so someone's going outside on her porch and unscrewing all four no, of her lights. No, but she's in an no, apartment, she, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I didn't understand. Like, is she letting people into her That's apartment? That's what I mean. Like, you're either stockpiling them and for no reason, don't spend that, that money, or... Are they four bucks? Oh, well, that seems steep to me. Like, unless you're getting the really good ones. Like, at the dollar store, is there anything like that? To me, it's like when I, needed, when I need a light bulb, ones. I'll go buy a light bulb. Yeah. Right? But you also don't have the theft issue. So every day she's going home and she's seeing that her light bulbs are gone, so she's buying yeah. new ones. You might want to invest in a wiser lock first. <laughs> Maybe a schlag. Like, just rekey the lock. Yeah, because some how is somebody getting, <laughs> stealing your light bulbs? I don't know. <laughs> well, don't some apartments have their own entrance, though, even though it's still called apartments? Uh, that'd be like, a with a little, with a little uh, like, porch thing or balcony, uh, well, I guess. Well, again, you should probably lock your door. Yeah, right? I don't know. It seems, it seems hokey to me. Yeah. There's something going on something there. Something weird that she's There's getting There's something your happening. Calls, the bone phone. Call 204 780 780 all right, 762-555, your text messages, comments, questions, concerns. You can also use it to vote for Winnipeg's favorite rock song on Winnipeg's rock station, 92.1 City. Uh, okay. Can I get a Ric Flair woo? Woo! Woo! What happened there? I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> we wooed right at the time that the system Yeah, glitched. I know. That yeah. was crazy. Man. <laughs> I thought you did it on purpose. I wish. I wish I knew how to do that. Um, the Bone Phone is awesome. Signed, Amy Veldkamp. Cool. Right. cool. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, cool. it's all it's all you. It's, that's right. We really don't control anything except the order that we play the calls. 780 Bones, 780-2663. Anytime you got an axe to grind with somebody about something or you just want to talk about something we're talking about and you think you got an opinion, you're like, man, I should be on the radio. Here's my radio voice. Woo! <laughs> Um, guys have nipples solely for pleasure. Get them pierced and find out. Nothing better. <laughs> yeah. Remix. What the hell? <laughs> That's cool. Well, it's cold out. The wind's blowing. Oh, is that what it is? Must be the wind. Could be. How do I become a farmer? Do I apply somewhere or just start digging? <laughs> we got to buy some land. Just start digging. Buy, buy a cow. <laughs> just start Chicken. digging, man. Do it. Making uh, join farmers only. Oh, yeah. That website. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a good one. Number one in Nipah for many, many years. Uh, when the Peppers were here, they didn't play under the bridge, and I was choked. Chili Peppers. Yeah. Last yeah. tour. We were wondering, because it's, it's a, it, I mean, when they're going to be playing all their hop-tempo stuff, it's kind of a twist. Well, to throw yeah. There, right? Slow Unless, like Rena said yesterday, if you end the show with it or something like that. Oh, well, you don't yeah. end on a sad note, though. You want to go That's out true. with some funky. Maybe the first of the two-song encore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they usually do that. Something and like maybe, that. like, a cover, a cool cover or something. Yeah. Hate when bands don't play their big songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we can't. Don't play, don't play those new that. songs we haven't heard yet. Who was the one that? God, I was telling you, I saw them in Lewiston, New York, uh, and they played in. Tro- oh, uh, Counting Crows. They didn't play Mr. Jones. Right. Oh my God. Still, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, you yeah. went. Yeah, I was. I, I I literally went to see Mr. Jones. I mean, Long December is nice. And yeah. Big yellow taxi. Brought up a parking lot. <laughs> um, Putzin or Poutine? Putzin. Putzin. Both. A mixture of both. Okay. You see that guy climbing on the hood of the car on Portage Ave yesterday? <gasps> what was I going on there? I did. That was uh, 
Weird. Imagine that was your dad or something. What oh, a loser. I know. He looked like, I a, know. like a dad. I felt bad. I wonder what actually happened. Like, I mentioned Turnbull this morning. Yeah, we don't know what happened, but I'm like, I would love nothing than to get out of my car and beat the piss out of that guy. But then, it, like, everybody's got their phones rolling, right? So, yeah. so, you know, again, if it was just me and that guy down, like, a side street or something, and there was, like, nobody around, it's like, all right, I would have got out and thumped him a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. well, I just you fed him a couple, you know what I mean? Like, not dummy him, just jerseyed him, just give him a couple little uppies, but... Rather than just uh, trying to run him over? Like well, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather throw a couple uh, righties up in his kidneys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't we run know him the, over. what the real situation. Maybe it was the guy in the car being an ass and starting who knows? things before. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I feel like regardless of who started what, yeah, climbing on the car is probably not, yeah. the, not the right decision to make there. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Traffic. You it know, is. it's just, if you know the guy, <laughs> laugh at him at work today. Yeah. Um, COVID is like a check engine light being on in your car. At first, it's kind of scary. Like, ah, my car might explode. And then after a minute, you're like, well, I got to get to work at some point. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Besides Manitoba, what's your favorite province in Canada? Uh, it's got to be a west. It's got to be probably BC. Yeah. BC, Alberta, somewhere BC, like that. BC, Alberta, yeah. yeah. I'll go mountains. BC. The mountains are mountains. nice. All my buddies. Plus, I mean Ontario. My wife's from there. Maybe I should say Although, Ontario. I was born in Ontario. The East the Coast, though, is beautiful, too. I've oh. never been. See, I've okay. never been past yeah. Montreal. So I, I, I kind of, because I, I, I'm actually just going to throw Nova Scotia out there. It's, I'm just, it's awesome. I'm just going to say Nova Scotia is my favorite province, having never been there. Yeah. My favorite unvisited you'd province. A, you'd have a good time. Oh, I know I would. Newfoundland for me actually would probably take the cake. Yeah. yeah. The only thing about there is if you move there, you can't get off the rock. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Stuck. Like, yeah, you're stuck there yeah. for like a week if you're supposed to go on a trip somewhere. Yeah. Um, would you take a kick in the nads for charity? For charity? No. Screw charity. <laughs> <laughs> what a big wrong station. 92 on city. Nirvana, come as you are, or don't come at all. Seriously. Can I bring anything? No. No. Don't bring anything. <laughs> Gosh, Easter coming up. Isn't that just the worst, right? You always have that conversation. You got the whole family in most years. Anyway, this year, limited family. Only the ones that you actually like coming over to your place. It's like, well, what can I bring? It's like, no, nothing. And then you think about it five minutes later. You're like, damn, why did I say nothing? Man, I don't want to do all these sides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have to make a salad at least. Try to be yeah, polite. Something. Bring a dessert. That's always, I always hate that one when we go to somebody's house and it's like, oh, just bring a dessert. I'm like, I don't even like dessert. Mm-hmm. Why would I bring something that I don't like? How about I bring the meat? You'd rather that, yeah? You'd rather yeah. bring the main thing? Well, yeah. It's a lot yeah. more pressure, though. Is there? Because that's the main yeah. meat. Whereas you could just yeah, pick up that I'm ice not, cream cake on the way by. But I'm not worried about it. I'm not nervous that oh, my burgers that I'm hand-rolling at home aren't going to be wicked awesome. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm throwing it yeah. on a grill. Whatever. Yeah. Easier to get the dessert, though, if you're just going to pick it's, something up. It's yeah. the lazy way out. Yeah. The dessert is lazy because you're because you're stopping off. You're right. You DQ, a little dry. You don't even have to get out of your car. You go to that DQ grill and chill. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. 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 Here, blizzards for all. I always volunteer to bring the Caesar salad because you can buy the bags. The bag of Caesar salad. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. I'm like, this is is disappointing to me. (laughs) And I will say, this is disappointing. If my guest shows up with bagged salad, (laughs) I'm like, well, I would have just made it myself. (laughs) If I I knew that you were going to not do a homemade (laughs) dish for this event, um, inviting you over for Easter dinner... I, like I, I also could have gone to Safeway and spent three ninety nine on a bag of dull cabbage. Two, <laughs> two bags, and you put it in the bowl beforehand, so no one so knows it looks, that it's. Oh, bags. Everybody knows. Yeah. I know that you didn't julienne those carrots before you came to my house, Rena. <laughs> yeah, but Caesar salad, the bag salad is the exact same as making it from scratch. It's just lettuce with you know the dre- Caesar dressing and croutons. But that's, but you that's can say that with any of those bag salads. Making it from scratch is like. The but exact you make the dressing. Thing. You make the dressing from scratch. 
That's the. I have never made salad dressing from scratch oh. in my life. Wow. I didn't know that was <laughs> wow. a thing people did. Wow. Wow. TJ's fancy. Yeah, make your own dressing. Make Why your own not? dressing. Make it, uh, yeah, make yeah, it your own. Just do a balsamic vinaigrette. Like, super easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't just get lettuce and then just pour dressing all over. Do you? Caesar dr- yes. Like if somebody, said, if somebody said, bring a soup over, you would go and just open up cans and put it into a, <laughs> of a bowl and take it over? <laughs> of course. I made this, I swear. <laughs> I wouldn't lie that I made it. Rubbery chicken in there from the chunky. Who <laughs> <laughs> would ask you to bring soup to a potluck? Well, I mean, who doesn't love soup at a potluck? <laughs> no. A nice French onion to start the, yeah. the first course with a. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, it's a nice surprise because you wouldn't expect it. Sure. And that's the thing. It's nice when somebody shows up with something unexpected. It's like, you know what? No, I'm going to bring something. Don't make any. Do you uh, always. Let me ask you this, Rita. Hmm. When you go to a potluck, do you always buy something? Uh, What do you. Well, I mean, I buy. You mean like buy something that's pre made already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It depends. Sometimes if I make an appetizer, I'll do like, you know, like salmon on the, you know, with the capers and cheese or whatever. But if it's like a big part of the meal and it's a huge group of people. I always go to the Caesar salad because I don't want to screw up something. <laughs> oh. Just go right to McDonald's, get 30 <laughs> hamburgers. I've been grilling all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Two Obi patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. It's just, yeah. I know it looks like a Big Mac, guys, but I've been working at this. It's my yeah. version it's of my it. my recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Arena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.